T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, welcome back into the show on a uh, Friday morning. Uh, we're keeping an eye on the weather for you. Lots of rain this morning so far. Going to switch over to a little bit of snow and then frigid cold. Uh, we don't have the same problems they got in Iowa here, but it's certainly going to be something to keep an eye on. Sue Thomas will be here this afternoon as well to help you with your uh, afternoon commute if that ends up being any sort of an issue. Stay tuned for that. All right, uh, coming up, uh, we got uh, Ryan Wiggins in studio. But before we get to Ryan... A story that's fascinated me for a long time is a story of they used to call them UFOs. Now they call them unidentified aerial phenomena. I don't know if that's a military term or what they've come up with. And and Congress is holding more hearings on this. And we're lucky enough to have Chad Pergram with us this morning from Fox News up on uh, Capitol Hill. Chad, welcome back. Good morning. Thanks for having me. You know, I tell you what, I saw a UFO over Trenton, Ohio one time when I was a kid. I'm convinced of it because it was unidentified. Well, I tell you, uh, I went to high school just outside of Trenton. I'm from near there, and I know you went to school there, close near there, college. And uh, if it was Trenton, that would not surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were. I don't know what they were flying in Trenton I, back then. I, I hope they went to the Vic Casanos <laughs> to get some pizza, regardless oh. of what they did right by the Great Miami River there, because Vic Casanos has the best pizza uh, anywhere in Southwest Ohio. Chad Pergram, uh, yeah. you and I could never agree more on any subject than that best. Pizza. <laughs> I've ever eaten. Whenever I go back to Ohio, it is a large king size Casano's pizza for me. Hey, same here. Same here. <laughs> I had good. one just about uh, seven, eight weeks ago. Oh, me too. Absolutely. So, so what are they? They keep talking about this, but I don't keep. I don't hear any groundbreaking information coming out of Congress. Well, just the fact that they're having this briefing today with the inspector general for the intelligence community tells you a lot. Okay. There are members who have. A lot of questions. They say, you know, we're we're spending all this money on some of these, quote, dark programs or investigating things. Now, when I say dark programs, these are special technologies, which the United States has, which we don't want North Korea and Iran and Russia, China, you know, to know about these things. Okay, fine. They have their programs, too. So you have to kind of silo that, compartmentalize that, because we don't want people to know. So some of these things that they see fall into that category. There are other things which are, frankly, unexplained. And that's what they're trying to figure out. Now, the one thing that that, that is kind of driving this uh, briefing this morning was back late last July, there was an open hearing and David Grush, who is a former military officer and is a whistleblower, he claimed in the open hearing that the U.S. government has an alien spacecraft and has, as was framed in the hearing, 
non-human biologics associated with that spacecraft. So, you know, these are classified briefings. I don't know. It's kind of funny when I cover these briefings. Some of the people then, they hear the classified briefing, and then they come out and they tell you everything they said. <laughs> right, there's, right. there's other people who say, no, I'm not going to talk after a classified briefing. So we'll see. Now, that just started in the past 11 minutes here, that briefing. So we'll see if they get something out. But they are taking this seriously now here on Capitol Hill. The other thing that's significant in this, Mark, is, you know, they put into the defense bill uh, provisions a couple of years ago where the military, if you're a pilot or if you're somebody in the military and you see something, you can report it and they're not going to treat you like your baddie and the military has to investigate it. Now, Robert Garcia, who's a Democratic representative from California, and Glenn Grothman, who's a Republican from Wisconsin, they've teamed together to put together a bipartisan bill for uh, civilian and commercial aviation. In other words, if you're a commercial pilot for Delta or United or Spirit or something and you see something, you can report it and then the government would have to investigate it. That was the problem for so many years that people would see things and just not pilots. Uh, but they would say they would get, you know, laughed out of the room and they'd say, you know, this guy's a little loony here. Let's not you know pay attention to him. That's not the case anymore. And that is a a seismic shift as it comes to investigating this, Mark. Chad, this is Kim. You know, we're having all these hearings on UAPs and then you have people in Miami saying that they saw a 10 foot alien walking outside of the mall. Did you see did you see all that with all the police uh, presence? I, I certainly didn't see that. Uh, you know, we talked a minute ago about Trenton, uh, Miami. Maybe I wouldn't be surprised there either. But I, no, I didn't see that, actually. It's yeah. crazy. But yeah, you're right. People were talking about it. And I feel like it's more widely accepted now. Like, yeah, there's probably UAPs here and aliens among us. Yeah. yeah, 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 but but again, you know, this the fact that there is a legislative investigation into this—that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think I've mentioned to you guys before. You know, Congress looked into this in the late '60s. The military did too. There were hearings about this Project Blue Book, which was really—you know—if you talk to people who know the history of Project Blue Book, which the Air Force uh, conducted, that was really an effort to kind of say, no, 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 this isn't really there. And it was, even though it was called Project Project Blue Book, it was a little bit of a whitewash, frankly. Some people think that's the case. No, it was really to dispel. Uh, you know, they were worried about people, you know, running in the streets, you know, kind of, you know, sci-fi movie style. But the person who was the biggest advocate of investigating this stuff back in the late 1960s, the then House Minority Leader Gerald Ford, who became president, of course. He had seen other people in his district had seen things in his district in southern Michigan, and they had dismissed it as like gas from a swamp or something. And he's like, no, 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 that's not the case. And so they investigated and they held hearings. And and from the 60s until uh, the past couple of years, they had not really taken this seriously. So this is being looked at through a different prism these days. I was going to say, you think of the movie Independence Day, where the Secretary of Defense looks at the president and says, uh, you didn't have the need to know. <laughs> I'm thinking, so if Gerald Ford became president, he certainly had the power to find out if this was being held secret or not. Uh, th- that's the thing that amazes me. I just can't believe it wouldn't have come out if it was real. So, right. Yeah. You know, you know, and this is the challenge in trying to understand some of this. There are things that people see. And when they had that open hearing a couple of years ago, the military was able to explain what a few things were. You know, yeah. some of it was just visual 
phenomena based on the types of technology and night vision goggles and recording equipment they were using. You know, I never would have thought about that. No, so that's different. Very true. All right, Chad, uh, thanks very much. Appreciate that. Next time I'm in Ohio, I'll I'll have a Cassano's pizza in your honor. How about that? I would love to. And and again, <laughs> Trenton is where I do. I do like Trenton. I go there every single time, uh, uh, you know, against where I went to high school. Yeah. I know a lot of people from Trenton. So I can I can tease some of the people from Trenton. All right, so. buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All Thank right. you. Thank you. All right. Chad Pergram there up on Capitol Hill this morning. Honestly, it, it, about the pizza place, the one he's the store he's talking about was on the route for me to go from my house to Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. It was on the route. So I had to go past that Cassano's to get to school. And I'll bet I spent a large percentage of whatever amount of small amount of money I had as a college student buying pizzas and driving them to my apartment in Oxford. I almost crushed your dreams there. I know you guys are really connecting over your love for that pizza place. I almost asked him if he supports the Kentucky Wildcats. You should have. I don't I don't know where uh, Chad falls on that, I, to be honest with you. I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, but a small world, for sure, uh, that uh, we grew up that close to each other and went to the same college, isn't it? That's something. Didn't know him growing up, but uh, we, he's a couple years younger than me. All right. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk to Ryan Wiggins. Look at Wiggins in here. I, I'd like to talk to him about this whole alien thing. I'm not, something tells him. I mean, he, he, he wrote a book about robots, so uh, we'll, uh, we'll have to ask him about that when we get him in here at the bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, you know, uh, speaking of aliens, listen to this. Hang on. It's, criti- it's critical every cycle, no question about that. And, and you, you raise a lot of things first to get out there, pulls Obamacare for him, next president. Well, I don't think that nobody feels. I think many of us know that it is impossible uh, for him to be the president again well, with why what do you he say is that? proposing. Well, because when you're talking about what he's talking about now is more tax cuts for corporate America, taking them down so low to the detriment uh, uh, of our budget and meeting the needs of people. (laughs) That's Nancy Pelosi stumbling over herself, trying to explain to some Iowa, some CNN reporter to talk about the Iowa primaries, why it's so important for Donald Trump not to be president again. He's talking about tax cuts. (laughs) And if he cuts taxes, we won't have enough money to give the money away to people. I mean, that's her reason, really? She didn't bring up him trying to steal an election or anything? What's wrong with you, Nancy? Clearly, she's not on her game. Also, it was not a big deal. He was a fantastic economy when he was president last time. This is fantastic. This economy is fantastic. The best economy ever in the whole wide world. It's amazing. (laughs) You know, I, I started to get to this earlier this morning, if, you, if you're just tuning in, and, and I realized that I had edited the story wrong. So I want, I'd like to address it now. 
TJ Moe, former Mizzou football player, um, and of course he's a St. Louis native as well. He is on a podcast, a national podcast now, but he was on with Reardon yesterday afternoon. And and near the end of the day, we're talking about Bill Belichick and, you know, a lot of the coaching changes and because he does basically a sports podcast now. But they 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 moved over to politics for a minute. And Mark was talking to him about knowing that at one point he had been a big Ron DeSantis guy. And I've listened to to TJ on the radio station here on a number of occasions when he, I think he's filled in. He's certainly been a guest for, on Reardon's show a few times. Great guy. He was explaining why that's not necessarily the fact anymore. And I thought that his comments were reflective of how a lot of people in this country may be feeling. Maybe for the exact reason that they they see what's going on with Donald Trump and they can tell that there is a pointed persecution of the man. Like the the other side has decided that you don't have a right to vote for who you want to vote for because they've decided that you shouldn't. And I don't know, but if you're an American, you don't like being told things like that. And I think a lot of people are pushing back on that. Listen to to TJ's uh, explanation of that yesterday. Yeah, I, I've moved on this a little bit, and I want to Tucker Carlson had a little bit of influence on me here. And it, it actually has nothing to do with Trump because I align more uh, as far as policy with DeSantis. But when they started going into throwing him off the ballot in these states and they started going into all these lawsuits and this, if you've watched any of the stuff that today he may end up with a conviction over the uh, Letitia James stuff. And it's like, the, there are so many lies. They're basically telling me, I don't care TJ Mo, if you're an American citizen or not, you do not have the right to vote for who you want to vote for. And I can't get aboard with that. So I'm back in the Trump train. No. Yeah. Which is interesting because um, remember Tucker Carlson said that he himself was really not a Trump supporter until fairly recently. And I think it was when all this crazy Trump persecution started. And he's like, yeah, I'm on the Trump train now. I, I think more and more people um, are, are are feeling that way. Now, mm-hmm. maybe you don't love Donald Trump. Maybe, maybe you don't. But that's not re- I don't know how you cannot compare and contrast and decide that one is not better than the other in terms of your life. People vote their their wallet. People vote their pocketbook. Uh, there, there's no way to argue the fact that Donald Trump did a good job. Listen to uh, Bill O'Reilly was out yesterday talking about this. He was he was angry about it. He said he's he's banned progressives. He just doesn't talk to some of them anymore. Listen, Biden is not going to get any better, and the Democratic Party has to get destroyed next November. I don't care whether you like Trump or not. Trump governed this nation in a responsible way where everybody prospered. Yeah. And if you don't believe that, you're a moron. <laughs> not wincing words there. I'm, I'm going to have to get that drop and add it to mine. If you don't believe that, you're a moron. I remember my sister when I was having a hard time years ago trying to support Trump. I remember my sister said something that really stuck with me. You can't vote personality, vote policy. And when I thought about it, I'm like, yep, I align more with his policies. And I'm so glad I voted for him. People cannot get past that. They though. couldn't get over the tweets. They, can't, they, they just can't. And my, you know, my point is I've worked for a lot of people in my life um, in executive positions, and I didn't like all of them personally. I, I didn't. I, th- I thought they were, in many cases, arrogant or buttheads for whatever reason. We had not gotten along over an issue where I disagreed with some policy they put in place. But 
But at the end of the day, in a number of those occasions, I had to look at the job they had done. And I mean, I remained employed as as a result of their efforts. Was I better off with their leadership or without their leadership, regardless of what I thought of them as an individual? That's the way people have. That's the argument I I say to people who were mad about how Trump tweeted or Mm -hmm. that he was too gruff in his answers. He's changed the paradigm for politics in this country. Absolutely. He's changed the paradigm because when I listen to a politician these days, I'm listening to the words coming out of their mouth and trying to determine if they're repeating the talking points that some uh, strategist has given them, saying this is the way you need to say this. You can tell. Every word that comes out of Mitt Romney's mouth, you can tell. Uh, there are a lot of politicians like that out there where where they're parroting things that they think they need to say to make you happy. You will never get that impression when you listen to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Whether you like what he has to say or not, what he's telling you is real, right? You may not like it, but it's real. And what is it that's so threatening about that? A lot of politicians used to be like that. We've lost that. And and for me, it's been eye-opening. It's like pull the veil back. I want to know why they all don't tell me the truth. Yeah. Why can't you speak from your heart instead of telling me what you think I want to hear or what you think the polling tells you you need to say. I'm I'm anxious for more of that. I, I want more Trump-like approaches to politics in this country. It's what we need. It's what we've got to have. It's what O'Reilly said. we got to destroy him in November and get this country back on track. Coming up, we'll get to Ryan Wiggins of Wiggins America. Just a minute. Go yourself. Is that clear? Wiggins. Oh, Wiggins. Wow, Ryan Wiggins is in studio. How are you, Ryan? That's quite an intro. I didn't expect that. Elon Musk, brother. We're talking about outer space. Who else would you go to but Elon Musk? Oh, I see the connection now. See, I thought you were just pulling that up because you're like, oh, Wiggins is here. Go F yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I should have played this one. (gasps) Oh, great. Odin's Raven. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, Thank you very much. You bet. You bet. So we were told we had Chad Pergamon from Fox at the right after the top of the hour at eight. Talking about this hearing in D.C. today. It's going to be closed door. Right. Uh, You have to have a certain security clearance to get in there, I guess. And they're going to be talking about some of these black programs, including one that's been looking at unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yes. And and Kim brought up this incident in Miami, Florida, that's kind of gone viral. And Kim, did you realize that there that the police had debunked this? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I okay. I when I first watched the video, it kind of looked like it could have been this 10 foot alien people are saying. And then now I kind of think it looks like people. But let's be real. I don't even know when when a police officer sits there and says, yeah, it's not an alien. Do you 100 percent always trust what they're saying nowadays? It's nothing against the police. It's just in general. But aren't you? Don't you feel like you're you're vilifying um, extraterrestrials by calling them aliens? I haven't asked how they'd like to be referred to. <laughs> they're just interstellar migrants. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and they they're illegal. So too, if you so. miss this, there's this, this this video from from Miami, Florida, from a few days ago. Every police car in town converges on this little mall area, and then somebody. There's this picture of somebody walking along the front of the mall. You see this aerial view. And it and somebody's claiming it was a 10-foot-tall alien, and all the police there were because of the alien, and people were fleeing. <laughs> and then we find out that the video is not exactly what you thought it was. You know what? I've discovered that when you talk about any sort of conspiracy theory at all, especially like really fun ones like this one, 
all you have to do is let you share some real fact and then go, or did they? Or did they? That's all you have that's to do. Oh, police have debunked this. Or, or did, did they? They, <laughs> they said the kids were shooting fireworks at people. This is yeah. this is the, uh, the Miami-Dade police put out this uh, video. On. All right, guys. So just to address a few clips that are going viral on social media right now. First, our response to that. A uh, big incident in Bayside Marketplace. What happened was there was about 50 or more juveniles that were shooting fireworks at people. There was also some looting going on. So officers that were on that scene were having a little bit of trouble containing it. So they called what is called the Citywide Three, which every officer in the city responded. That's why you saw so much police presence for, for that call to contain that crowd. Now, there is now video going viral of eight to 10 foot aliens walking around Bayside. It's actually <laughs> just a person walking with a shadow. So I can confirm to you all here today right now that there are no aliens in Miami in Bayside Marketplace at the moment. So it's Friday. I hope you guys have a great weekend and stay safe. <laughs> and no then, aliens. Then E.T. walks into the frame of the video from Miami-Dade Police. So at least they got a sense of humor about it. Yeah, okay. No aliens. <laughs> or, or are there? <laughs> yeah, are there? I'll bet you there are plenty of aliens in Miami-Dade, Florida. <laughs> I tell you what. I'm just saying. This one, the, the whole Miami thing has been fun because it's pretty kooky. Mm-hmm. And there would have to be a lot of people in on it for there to be an actual yeah. conspiracy theory here. But the one that really caught my attention is not where you think I'm going. It's not Mexican Congress and the little E.T. thing that the guy brought in. (laughs) That one was also ridiculous. (laughs) But the guy, I think it was multiple people in in the backyard of a Las Vegas house. You remember this one? Yeah. yeah. This was a, a few months ago. And, man, those absolutely could be doctored videos or faked videos, but, man, are they good. I mean, if somebody went to the trouble of faking those things, they are some scary-looking home video footage of something weird walking around this guy's backyard. I agree. And then somebody had one the other day of some some tall, lanky-looking creatures up on the side of a mountain that looked like they were surveying this town, and then they scampered off. So I, I, I'm i just saying. Mm. I couldn't be any more shocked by that than I was when Hunter Biden showed up in the Oversight Committee the other day. I'll tell you what shocked me is when I heard Chad Pergram coming on the Mark Cox Morning Show And then you guys said, let's talk aliens. I just did not expect that. But when it's in Congress, I guess, you know, you have license to talk about it. It gives it credibility for for a reporter as serious as Chad is, because I watch him in those Fox News. And you get a little you get a little taste of his personality here when we have him on. But he's the hard nosed, serious news reporter when he's up there on Capitol Hill reporting. And to have him kind of laugh about it a little bit and give you the inside scoop that, you know, sometimes they go into these. These meetings where it's supposed to be behind closed doors for a reason because some of this stuff's top secret. And then some of them come right out and tell me everything they just were heard in the meeting. Well, if you've been listening since eight and you hear Mark go, <laughs> that's what Chad Pergram sounds like when he really lets his hair down. That's funny, first of all, <laughs> because that's like he mentioned that he liked pizza, you know, and like you guys had this connection. But other than that, that dude is very straight laced and yeah. he's given the report, which is why he's awesome. But the thing that that always huh tricks me out on this stuff is that there's one of three scenarios that has to be true, maybe four. One is that this is foreign technology that they're seeing. Number two is that this is actually extraterrestrial stuff, which is scary. And then third is that this is our own technology that they don't want to share. But in any of those three scenarios, the elected representatives of Congress should know all about it. This is the deep state. But it can never be a secret. It, yeah, it, this is the deep state in action. If they're really holding this stuff back, 
They that's they can't do it. This is the unelected government I'm, doing that. I'm torn. I'm torn on that a little bit because let's assume for a moment that I I, I don't we we've gotten some our hands on some technology from some spacecraft that landed in a- Area 51, and it's given the United States some significant advantage geopolitically because we have this and nobody else has it, and that's what people are seeing in the air, but they can't talk about it because they don't want our our enemies to know about it. I'm I'm kind of okay with that. I, I I don't I'm okay with that because if it's ours, but what if it's the Russians or the Chinese? But don't you want? I agree with you. Strategically, you would want that. But don't you want your elected representatives to be the ones deciding that? Not yeah, these I get, I, I these get forever government officials who never get any accountability to anybody. If, if they if they came out at after this meeting today and they said, we have indisputable proof of alien life on Earth. We've got one of the bodies. We recovered it from a crash site. We 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 have determined that it came from, a, you know, a galaxy far, far away. And then Carl Middleman would get all excited at that point. Um, would it shake your faith? Ooh, man, I don't know. <clears throat> I would want to hear more about what the aliens are, where they come from, before I really could decide. And maybe what they eat. I'm not really as concerned like, about what they eat unless it's us. Uh, that's what, that's okay. why I'm worried. That's why I want to know. <laughs> to serve mankind. But, yes. But didn't yes. scientists come out and say these aliens don't have the biological makeup to be here on Earth? How do you know that? Well, just trust the science, Kim. <laughs> I forgot. Thank you. Thank you for Dr. reminding Felt, me of that. Dr. Felch, you would like you to trust the science, Kim. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever read C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy, but he wrote it in the late 30s, early 40s. And it asks a lot of these same questions. He, obviously, he's a philosopher. He's a Christian philosopher. He asks a lot of these same questions, and he does it through fiction in the first two books. The third one's terrible. Uh, but if you read the first two, they're really, really good. And they kind of address those issues in a way that kind of helps you digest them. I still don't know exactly where I would land on that question if you, it's a very good one. If you believe God is the creator of the universe, yeah. then he would have created that as well. Yeah. But I just it's wonder true. if— if, if if government is not a little bit concerned about losing control of the people, if 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 it turns out that there is a power greater than any government on Earth that's flying around the globe that's visiting us from another planet, I think I think that lurks in the back of their mind is having to give up that power. That's a good point because I, it saying. would turn into some sort of pseudo religion for a <laughs> right. lot of people. Yes. And they would not trust their government. They would look to the everybody looks to a higher power. Some people look to government as that higher power. Some people to God. This would be a new alternative Maybe to those things. The, some of the people on like the View and the other crazy liberals, we can put them on these UAPs oh, and send them to one of the far, far away galaxies. That's a great idea. Whoopi so, said she would leave if Trump she was did. elected. She and did. she said that last time too. But I, I think this time maybe she'll. She'll do it. I Carl, if they so. were going to Alderaan, would you join them? Alderaan has been destroyed, Mark. <laughs> oh, on, I'm Mark. sorry. That was in the movie, though. Probably still out there somewhere. <laughs> it was a long, long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far, 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 far away. away. Oh, my God. <laughs> where, where have we gone with the show today? I, I <laughs> it's just don't been know. pretty much the 8 o'clock <laughs> hour. I'm, I'm telling you. Today, we're, we're off the planet somewhere for sure. All right, coming up, we'll get to uh, what's on the web. We'll get our digital producer, Anna Bowman, in here. We'll be right back. What's on the web? web. Brought to you by Anna. All right. Uh, Anna Bowman is in studio with us now. And Anna, um, I have a little bit of breaking news for you and Wiggins here. Okay. I'm a problem solver. I just want you to know that, right? That is breaking news. Which McDonald's <laughs> do you go to the most often, Anna? The one on Clarkson. All right. Right there by 40, right? Yeah. yeah about four Chester times Mall. a week in okay. the morning on my way to work. Let me tell you what I How did for you. How are you so you. tiny, Anna? <laughs> 
All right. So uh, that McDonald's used to be 24 hours a day. And then uh, during COVID, it, mm-hmm. it, was, it shut down at night. And they just reopened to yeah. 24 hours a day. It was a big deal in my house. So back in December, I went by there one morning to order food for the crew on my way in. At three fifty, something like that, and I pull up to the to the speaker, and the lady goes, "We're closed." And I'm like, "What do you mean you're closed?" Well, we we do an hour, we have an hour off for shift change between three thirty and four thirty, and I'm like, "Then you're not open twenty four hours." Yeah. And she she cut me off. She wouldn't talk to me anymore. So I drove through the drive through, and I wrote down the phone number for the McDonald's franchise, and I called them the day before New Year's Eve, and I told them what my experience had been, and they called me back, and they said. Oh, that's wrong. The computer's off for 15 minutes. There's no reason they can't cook food. We'll address that situation. So I went by this morning and picked up food. They have addressed that situation. There's a different person working overnights now. (laughs) And the guy said, may I take your order when I stop there at 4 a.m.? So now they are once again a 24-hour food operation, courtesy of Karen Cox over here. That is so so funny. All right. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Thank you. I feel like I've accomplished something. You've had a great week. You've had a great couple weeks, actually. But I do want to say, God bless whoever is working at a McDonald's at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But some some of them were taking an hour lunch break when they weren't supposed to, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and we've, we've, we've remedied that situation. Yes. Thank goodness. All right. You're welcome. Um, so these stories are all on 971talk.com. The first one, Google searches for the keyword sleep reached an all-time high in 2023. <laughs> The Sleep Foundation found that 37% of adults slept worse in 2023 than in previous years, which that is a high percentage of people. Say why? Stress? Um, it didn't what? say why. Huh? Did it say that 63% were sleeping way better, though? <laughs> yeah, really. I always wonder when you hear who, who is behind this study, I'm like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, the yeah. Sleep yeah. Institute sleep has determined that you way, need us. <laughs> we can help you sleep better. Yeah. <laughs> right. I feel like it's probably just on your phone, watching TV, because everybody's just doing that more. Sponsored by Unisom. Yeah. <laughs> melatonin. Yeah, melatonin. <laughs> Um, our next story, I'm not a big sports person, but I think this sounds like a great idea, especially with the Super Bowl coming up. A football fan's wife turned his game day reactions into a bingo game, and it's a drinking game. So every time he does one of these things, she crosses it off and takes a drink. Here's a couple <laughs> of them. Um, he makes a touchdown gesture. He pretends to throw a flag. He yells, get him. He gets up and walks down the hall. He aggressively pets his dog. I mean, there's a bunch of them. I think that sounds like a great idea for everybody to do during the Well, I mean, she she's coping with, with her husband, clearly, yeah. right, by drinking more, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, because I can think of each one of those mannerisms. I've done mm-hmm. it during basketball games. I'll get pissed off and stand up and walk away, walk out of the room because I'm mad that the coach is not listening to my coaching instructions mm-hmm. through the TV, right? Or or I'm, hear you. or I'm standing up cheering because we made a great basket or I'm screaming because they didn't call a foul on that guy. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I, this- was, I was trying to find the bingo that I created for the show of different funny <laughs> things that we say Did or you do really? kind of behind the scenes to like check it off. Like uh, <laughs> what were some of the ones that I came up with? If Carl curses, <laughs> See, but that's off the air. But oh, some, no, oh, okay, some, actually, yeah, yeah. Some, of them, some of them are amusement. on the air. Yeah, no, it was. Of, it's only for her amusement. <laughs> yes. If you say it's silly season in America, <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's the if death of common sense. Would be one. <laughs> we've been doing it to Joe Biden. He's been speaking middays, and we've been kind of using a bingo card on the Annie Show <laughs> to see if he says some of those phrases like, "No, I'm serious." 
That's not, for real. Not a joke. <laughs> not a joke. Or if he whispers at all. Yeah, the whispering is weird. Or if he clenches his fist and he gets really into it, too. Or sniffs someone's Corn Pop head. was a bad dude. Something like that? Yeah, yeah that something like that. <laughs> Can you imagine if he got up there just at any point and started telling the Corn Pop story again? Oh, like no. from the Rose Garden one day. He will try that <laughs> at some point. There's, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. That, that would be awesome. Around with me. Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. For sure. So anyway, all that's available up on the website. You can go to 971talk.com and, and you'll be posting up some more glorious videos of me oh, not yes. knowing how to do Instagram. <laughs> can I just yes. tell you that? I didn't know anybody was recording that, that I didn't day. know that either. I was in the video. <laughs> I see. And then I someone the said video. that to me. I was like, oh my gosh. In your was... defense, Mark, I don't really know how to run it either because you asked me and I'm like, <laughs> we need to ask Anna. Like, I, so I go to Kim and I'm like, I, I need to post something to Instagram. How do I do that again? How how do I uh, collaborate. collaborate with, uh, with mm-hmm. the, the radio station? when I do this and we had to drag Anna out of the other studio <laughs> and ask her how to do it and somebody recorded it and then it ended up on it was Brad it was Brad. Brad did yeah. it you Thank should you, just Brad. do stuff that's trending You're like yeah. hey here's Mark Cox on Squishmallows yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and real what? passionate about it <laughs> I'll have to do a soapbox on Squishmallows yeah <laughs> said no one ever for sure All right. I have one thank you everybody do you have one I have one I think my daughter I think I have one. two wow they're all over our house yeah All right. Hey, Kill Me coming up next. Have a great weekend. We've actually got Monday off on this show because of the holiday. And we'll be back on Tuesday with all of the results of the Iowa caucuses right here on the Mark Cox Morning Show. Have a great weekend. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.